good. It's almost Christmas. I'm so excited. How are you? Hello. Um, I don't know, maybe you're listening, you're like, I can't wait for Christmas, it's going to be so great. Or you're like, oh my word, Christmas is only like two weeks away. Can't I do know. this. <laughs> See our friends here, or I've got to take the kids here, we'll go to the fun fair, and then we go there and they cry and it's awful and it's wet and soggy and yeah. It's always wet and soggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week we're thinking about love, which I know is a word that is thrown around so much at Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm guessing for folks listening, and maybe even for you and me, Ashley, maybe that word is positive. That's great. And maybe it makes us think of like traditional stuff with Christmas. Um, I also think sometimes that word's really hard. Yeah. And um, I guess my question to you, Ashley, this week was, there's so much pressure around Christmas to feel happy to feel loved be in love who's your loved one you're giving something to I mean like let's be honest every single Christmas advert is like some like smoochy couple um (laughs) don't there's nothing wrong with smooching um but I just wonder like you know have you ever felt lonely at Christmas have you ever felt like you're not loved or that love feels very far away do you know I so I love Christmas movies you know that all the cheesy rom-coms like me and my mum would just eat them up right um but for like a really long time, like when I was a teenager and in like my early 20s, I was just kind of like, oh, I don't I don't have someone who loves me like that. And I've not bumped into someone at the Christmas tree farm and fallen in love with them. You know, all of these like crazy tropes that we see in movies. And I remember just feeling so like sad and lonely that I didn't have someone who loved me and have this you know cheesy romance um at Christmas and yeah I guess I was kind of like daydreamed that that would happen for me um so I remember feeling pretty kind of like like I was missing out at Christmas by not having a boyfriend um and yeah so yeah I definitely have felt lonely at Christmas um and yeah it's, it's hard it's hard when you're like single or maybe you don't have a lot of family and um, I have quite a small family so when I see these like big family meals together I used to feel like oh I don't have that much family and um, so would feel a bit sad about that and then yeah. you see all of these adverts with kids and I'm you know absolutely fine that we don't have kids but um like it's it's just like all of these things that you should do and you should have and you should be and all has to be picture perfect and um, which I feel like I've said a lot in this season but um yeah like you just have to have all these things and it's just left feeling like oh I don't have that um yeah so I I do relate to this uh, for sure I think I wonder if also there's something about um I think maybe no matter who you are whether you're a single whether you're um part of even a big family actually I think even if you're part of a massive family you Mm. can feel lonely yeah definitely and I think you use this word oh we should have this and we should have that and I think that's a really key thing to be aware of because I think often our loneliness I think is accentuated or comes under more pressure because we feel we should have this we should have the happy family so if we don't have children we want children then I would be happy and feel fulfilled if I had them. 
Um, you know, yeah. if I'm single, then and I don't want to be single, then if I had the boyfriend or the husband, then I'd be happy. If you're married and your marriage is messy, oh, I'd be happy. If like, and, and it's this, it, it's this, that's a whole thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. Waiting the if, the then, you know, which is not the case. And the reality um, is, I am sorry. <laughs> you, no, you don't, you don't. <laughs> um, I was thinking as well, like you know, I maybe as a person might tick some of the boxes that people think. Mm-hmm. not being lonely is as in I am married and I'm fortunate to be married to a, a really nice person who I love very much mm-hmm. and my children are mental but I'm very grateful that I have them however being really honest despite those things I've probably felt some of the most lonely I've ever felt this last year mm-hmm. and actually that's got nothing to do with them yeah um and I just we're always looking in the window of other people's lives thinking if I just had what they had mm-hmm. or if I just had this and I think so often other people's lives look like they're sorted I know yeah. people look at my life and think oh Bridget's life's probably sorted um and I just wonder if actually loneliness is something that we can all relate to whether whether we're single or not single whether we're part of families or we're not part of families whether we've got a massive family or we don't or whatever it is um, I think, you know, the picture of love at Christmas is a picture of God coming to love those who didn't feel loved. Mm. It's it's actually, which we sometimes forget, it's about the homeless, the broken, the people who don't have hope. That's actually what Christmas is about. And we've made it about something else. Um, and it's like, it makes me think, you know, who are the hardest people to love in our society, in our world? Those are who God has come to earth for this Christmas. Mm. and that's such a challenge because they're probably people they wouldn't want to have around my Christmas dinner table <laughs> I'm being honest and I love yeah, Jesus and all yeah. that yeah, um, I know it's a challenge it's a challenge to love people and often it's a challenge to love your own family like mm-hmm. sometimes they're the people who we don't want around our Christmas dinner table um, and sometimes for legitimate reasons um, mm-hmm. but sometimes we need to ask ourselves are we not being loving Um how can we love better instead of how can I be loved? How can we show love? And love will come back to us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it makes me think of like, let me forget, Jesus' first guests were shepherds. And we think of people who were dressed, like, I don't know about my, your nativity at school, but my nativity at school, like the shepherds looked cute because they're wearing two cells. <laughs> and, you know, they had fake beards on with wool and little like, you know, um, waistcoats with like the funny trousers with the socks pulled up over the top I mean I don't <laughs> really you know I'd be interested to know if I, I don't think shepherds actually look like that anyway <laughs> um, I don't think we realize the shepherds were people that were banned from bars the shepherds were people who I guess were like the definition of like I don't know gangster leaders i.e they were the people who were the most unpopular they weren't allowed in any kind of public place like they would be shunned like they were like they were like the outcasts in society. Yeah. So of every single person on the entire planet that Jesus has at his birth as the first guests is people who would get bar barred from the local bar. Yeah. People who were smelly and oh, yeah. didn't have good manners, maybe, like maybe weren't very intellectual, like, you know, hadn't maybe been to school, you know? Yeah. So they're Jesus's first guests. So what does that say for us? When I'm thinking about who I've got around my table, it challenges me because who is a local person who's barred from my local bar? Yeah, who do we ask first? 
not all we've got an extra seat you can I will fit you in you're the awkward person that we don't really want here but we probably should be nice and Christian yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and then it's like then it's like so that's one end of the spectrum and then the next end of the spectrum is the wise the wise men who by the way didn't believe in God they were not they were um they were people from other regions of the world who did not have a Jewish faith i.e they didn't believe in God mm. they studied the stars mm-hmm. and they didn't believe in God and got Jesus God himself has him has them all at his birth well it's actually a couple of years later but you know what I mean yeah isn't that no, interesting? But I, love that. I love that though because it's like the first people to come see Jesus weren't, weren't the high priests they weren't the people who you would have expected they were the people who needed love from God not the people who already had love from God and and are nice shiny clean people um, with all the right ideas they were the people who needed to be loved by God yeah I think that's really significant especially at Christmas where it's all about you know your nice shiny family and friends but they already know we love them mm-hmm. this deeply challenges me like guys listening you know this challenges us massively and I'm thinking about who I'm having rounds who mm. I'm spending time with this Christmas mm. you know I think it's like we want to ask the question when we hear from scripture you know what do we learn from the story of the bible that we're thinking about that's what we learn it's our choice whether we take that on board or not and um, I think it's that John three sixteen says for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will have eternal life that is the love of Christmas that mm. is the love that breaks my loneliness not mm. who wants to speak to me and spend time with me because actually sure I want my friends to love me I want family to love me but I can't control that and it's up one day and it's down the next. Whereas actually I've got a God who's given me eternal life, who came to this world for me and who comes to this world for you this Christmas. Like, I think it's about us realising that again, new, fresh. Mm. Um, so maybe that's something that we can take away, like this story of this family in this stable who had nothing and is a picture of hope, who had faith that filled the biggest gap you could ever imagine and who had guessed that none of us would choose to have at our Christmas tables what is God telling us from this story? Um, and what does it mean for us to welcome guests into our lives, no matter, I don't know, their background, their reputation? Um, and I just think, you know, if we were found this Christmas in a stable with Jesus, how would we let, how would we feel? Maybe that's how we finish today, actually. How would you feel? You're rocked up to the stable scene. It stinks, it smells. It's not what we mm-hmm. thought it would be like to meet Jesus. How do you feel? What do you think he'd say to you? Oh, I don't know. You know, I'm such a germaphobe, so I'd probably be miserable, actually. Um, but how much of an honour would that be to be taken as I am? Like, I know that God loves me as I am, but to know how much, like, I am broken and I'm, like, sinful and I don't love others all the time, um, I mean, that's just, like, the best gift. Um, so I'm so challenged to show that to others. Um, especially over Christmas when it's cold and wet and everybody's lonely, you know? Um, yeah, I'm challenged by that for sure. Yeah, and I think if I was found in that stable, I think Jesus would have more to say to me about who I am than what I'm doing. Mm. 
I think he would just want me to know that I'm loved and valued and that mm. to him I'm good enough, uh, that I'm wanted, that I'm important. Um, uh, yeah, and maybe some of those words are what you guys need to hear this Christmas, that as you meet Jesus in that stable, metaphorically, maybe it's just that you know that you're wanted and valued and loved by him, no matter whether you fit into the shepherd category or the king's category. You know, the shepherds are people who weren't welcome anywhere and the kings didn't even believe in God. <laughs> so we probably fit somewhere between those two. Yeah, somewhere in the middle between Mary and... <laughs> so we hope as you get ready for Christmas, whatever that means for you and your family and your situation or you and your... Maybe where you actually feel like you're on your own this Christmas, that you know you're loved and valued and important because that's why we're here. Yeah. And then she might love to others. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. And that's the that's the part, isn't it? As God transforms our heart, that then impacts everybody around us. So guys, um, so good to hang out this week, Ashley. Love your thoughts, love all the chat you have. And I'm really looking forward to our last episode of Advent oh, next week. Christmas hey, is coming. I know, where we're thinking about joy. Ooh. So until then, we hope you have a good week and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. Take care, bye.